we go before the word we go before the Lord tonight preaching I want to invite you you don't have to wait until the preaching is over entonces no tienes que esperar hasta el final de la predicación lo siento I know everybody that's here tonight is bilingual or speaks English but I just it's been one of those days and I feel like poking Satan in the eyeball that's the PG version I want to have a move of the Holy Ghost tonight. So we're not going to let external circumstances get in the way. We're going to keep doing what we've been doing. And we're going to believe that God is going to work tonight in Jesus' name. So you don't have to wait until the end of preaching to come to the altar. Para venir al altar. When you feel the pull of the Holy Ghost. Cuando sientas la atracción del Espíritu Santo. Vienes al altar. You can come to the altar. You're not going to bother me at all, but God wants to work in your life tonight. Dios quiere trabajar en tu vida esta noche. Turn with me tonight to the book of Hebrews, chapter 11 and verse 5. Vayan conmigo al libro de Hebreos. Capitulo 11 y versículo 5. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 5. And while you're turning there, I want to say a great big thank you to all who sold packets for pictures and tickets for pictures. And we didn't quite meet the goal that we were after, but we're further along than we were before. So we're thankful for that. Thank you to all those who hustled at the last minute and pulled out favors and put people in arm bars and headlocks and threatened to take pets and firstborn children if they didn't come and get pictures taken. And uh, Thank you for everybody that came, whether you were planning on coming to get a picture done or not. We thank you that helped our youth tremendously. You know, it's, it's good to sell tickets and it's good to collect that $10, but it really is nothing if people don't show up. So thank you for coming. Thank you for showing up. Thank you to Sister Angie. Thank you to my wife for manning that and putting in a lot of work. A lot of work. I'm excited about what God is doing. Jesus name Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 5 by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was found not because God had translated him what a way to go for before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God. What a testimony. I want to live with that testimony. 
that I was pleasing to God. Verse 6, but without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is. And that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. By faith Noah, being warned of God, of things not yet seen, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world, became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I'm going to preach tonight with the help of the Lord. Keep seeking God. Keep seeking God. Sigue buscando a Dios. Sigue buscando a Dios. Keep seeking God. Let's put our Bibles down. Let's close our eyes. Let's go before the Lord in prayer. In the name of Jesus. We love you, Lord. We thank you for all that you have done. God, we magnify your name. I thank you for all those who are here under the sound of my voice. God, I thank you for those who are here this morning who were not able to return tonight for whatever reason. And God, I pray that your will would be done in their lives. Your will would be done in every family and every individual. God, we believe that you have a plan for each and every life. So God, I pray that your plan would be actualized and realized in this place tonight. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Let's clap our hands unto the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You can be seated. It's exciting to know that God is working, that God is moving. I know that it feels a little more empty in here tonight than it did this morning, but that's because we had 87 this morning. And in total, in service with us today, we've had 93 That doesn't excite you. That ought to tickle your toes and make your liver quiver. It's exciting to be living for God. I'm just going to let you know I came to have church tonight whether you came to have church or not. Our opening text was read from the book of Hebrews. Nuestro texto de... Apertura Feledo del Libro de Hebreos. Many scholars believe that the book of Hebrews, muchos eruditos creen que el Libro de Hebreos was written to a Greek-speaking Hebrew Christians. Fe escrito para, uh, para cristianos hebreas de habla griega who lived outside of Palestine, que vivía fuera de Palestina, 
from the order of the book, del orden del libro, they believe that this group may have been considering a return to Judaism. Ellos creen que esta grupo puede haber estado considerando uh, volviendo al judaísmo due to their lack of understanding of the new covenant. Debido a, a su falta de comprensión del nuevo pacto, the writer of Hebrews assumes that the audience, el escritor, asume que la audiencia understands Jewish rituals of sacrifice. Entiende los rituales judíos de sacrificio. And the writer appeals to the Old Testament throughout this book. Y apela al Antiguo Testamento a lo largo del libro. The book of Hebrews was written before the year A.D. 70. And many scholars believe that these Christians, muchos eruditos creen que los cristianos were being persecuted by the Romans and the Jews during this time. Estaban siendo perseguidos por los romanos y los judíos durante este tiempo. Believers needed reassurance that Jesus was the Messiah. Los creyentes necesitaban la seguridad uh, de que Jesús era el Mesías. Because he had not returned to establish his earthly kingdom. Porque no había regresado para establecer su reino. Perhaps they were discouraged. Tal vez estaban des desanimados. Perhaps they were hurt. Tal vez estaban heridos. And they wanted to go back to what was comfortable. I'm going to say that again. Perhaps they were hurt. Perhaps they were discouraged. Perhaps they wanted to go back to what was comfortable. Y quiere volver a lo que era comodo. But the author was encouraging them. Pero el autor los está animando of what they knew to be true. De lo que ellos saben que es verdad. He described to them in the 11th chapter. Les describió en el capítulo 11. How their forefathers and their heroes lived for God by faith. Como sus antepasados y héroes vivía para Dios por fe. In verse 5 of chapter 11, it's, it is written, By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death. And he was not found because God had translated him. In other words, he disappeared. They didn't know where he went. They could not find him. There was no trace of him because God had taken him. God had translated him. But before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. If we were to study the whole book of Hebrews tonight, see to tuviéramos que leer todo el libro de Hebreos esta noche, we would see this theme, nosotros viéramos el tema, is that Jesus is the full revelation of God to humanity. 
es que Jesús es la revelación completa de Dios a la humanidad. And he's more than enough for any situation. Y es más que suficiente para cualquier situación that you may face in life. Ustedes. Usted puede enfrentar en la vida. The writer of Hebrews would encourage his audience to keep seeking after God. El escritor alentaría a su audiencia a seguir buscando a Dios. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. Faith is not imagination. La fe no es imaginación. It is actually seeing. It is actually grasping the divine promise. Es en realidad ver y captar la promesa divina. Or spiritual reality through the Holy Spirit. O la realidad espiritual a través del Espíritu Santo. It's embracing what you receive in the Spirit. I'm just going to preach about some faith tonight. It's when you get in prayer, when you spend some time in God's presence, and you begin to grab hold. You begin to grab hold of what you cannot see, but you can see it in prayer. You begin to grab hold. You begin to see in the spirit what you cannot yet see. You begin to see that unsaved loved one. It's not in the altar yet, but you see yourself worshiping with that unsaved loved one. And you know that it's real because you feel it in your spirit. That's faith, ladies and gentlemen. It's not imagination. It's being divinely inspired and divinely persuaded that, that which God has promised, He's big enough to fulfill. It's embracing what you receive in the Spirit. Es abrazar lo que recibes en el Espíritu until it comes into reality in the natural world hasta que se hace realidad en el mundo natural. I gotta grab hold of it until it comes into my world. I gotta reach out into the realm of the invisible and pull it in through prayer and pull it in through fasting and pull it in through the word of God and pull it in through praise and pull it in through worship. Even when I don't see it, he's working. Faith is essential. Faith is essential to living a full life. La fe es esencial para vivir una vida plena. The writer gives us a long list of examples. El escritor da una larga lista de ejemplos. Of people who lived by faith. De personas que vivían por fe. For he that cometh to God. 
must believe that he is. If you're going to ever see what God wants in your life, you got to believe that He exists. And ladies and gentlemen, I am fully persuaded tonight that God is real. Dios es real. He is real. And He wants to be a part of my life. He that cometh to God must believe that He is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. El recompensa a los que lo buscan diligentemente. That's a big one. He is. And he's a rewarder of those diligently. Webster defines the word diligently. El diccionario dice que diligente significa car caracteriza por un esfuerzo constante, ferviente y enérgico. It's characterized by steady, earnest, energetic effort. Let me show you what diligently seeking God is not. I'm sorry, my pastor Phillips. Well, I don't know why God's not moving in my life. I don't know why I'm not receiving my miracle. I don't know why this, or I don't know why that. I don't know why I don't feel God's... He is a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. And somewhere along the way, we have mistaken the dunamis power of God as some force that's just supposed to blast me off of the rock face and make me move. No, the Greek word is dunamis. It is dynamic. That's where we get the word dynamite. He is an explosive power of God that blasts me from sin. But there is one key factor that I must not neglect. And I've got to be hungry enough for him that I move. I have to be hungry enough for him that I get up from where I am and I make my way. He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I came tonight to let you know that the reward does not stop when you are filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. If we were going to preach about eschatology tonight, we talk about the great white throne judgment. And there is coming a day when the sin and righteousness are going to be separated. But there's also another judgment which Hebrews 
is referring to. And it's, it's a Greek word. I, I'm not going to try to spell it, but it's, it's the word beer or beer. It's like what Pilate was, where Pilate was standing when Jesus was on trial. He was standing on the beer. It was a place of judgment. And there is, if we were preaching about eschatology tonight, maybe we'll do it here in the future. But he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Okay, the writer of Hebrews, whether you believe it was Paul, whether you believe it was Barnabas, whether you believe it was Aquila or Priscilla or, or Timothy, whoever you believe that wrote Hebrews, okay, whoever it was, was writing to folks that had already been filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. I almost just did a little microphone flip, but we just spent 700 and some dollars on two new microphones. I'm not going to do that. But it's worth a microphone flip. To get us to understand. He is a rewarder of those that continue to diligently seek Him after they've been born again. I came to preach tonight. Keep seeking God. That's where the parables come in of the one talent, the five talents, and the ten talents. Everybody got a talent. He said, but now, what are you going to do with what you've been given? You got to keep seeking Him. He said, I've given unto every man a measure of faith. But faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. First of all, if you're going to come to God, you got to believe that He is. But you've also got to understand that He is a God who is a rewarder of those that diligently seek after Him. And you can read it in Scripture. You can study it out. There is a place where it's just the church that's being judged. It's just the members of the church that is being judged. He's going to say, okay. It's a reward based upon what we do while we're here on the earth. Sigue buscando a Dios. Stinner, what, what am I going to see? We, we, we kind of sang about it. It's kind of a cute little contemporary Christian song. I can only imagine. What am I going to feel when I'm standing before that place of judgment? I'm in the door. It's not the place where he decides whether I'm going to make it to heaven or not. I'm there. But he said, in my father's house, there are many mansions. In my father's house, there are many mansions. Now, to us English-speaking American, North American folks, it sounds like the vernacular gets flipped. It should be in my father's mansion there are many rooms. He said, no, in my father's house, there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I mean, let me just tell you tonight, you can go as far in the kingdom of God as you want to go. But as for me and my house, 
Sigue buscando a Dios. We're going to keep seeking after God. I know there's a lot of little things that want to bite at my heels. That want to get me distracted. But I'm making up my mind tonight. I want to diligently seek after him. I want to be steady. I want to be earnest. I want to have energetic effort. The Greek word, or the Greek defines this word. El griego define esta palabra as seeking after God with intent to succeed. Paul said, don't you know that everybody's running away a race, but not everybody's going to win the race. So I got to make up my mind, come hell or high water, you either get off the track and get out of my way, or you speed up and follow into my track. I'm not living for God to just barely make it. I'm not living for God to just barely get in the door. Sigue buscando a Dios. I'm going to keep seeking after him with everything in me. With everything in me. I'm going to keep seeking after my God. There's a lot of garbage that can get trapped in my mind. There's a lot of things that can bite at my heels. Pero sigue buscando a Dios. But I'm going to keep seeking after God. I'm going to keep seeking after God. There was a time of my pastorate that was particularly trying. There's a lot of voices, a lot of distraction. Let me tell you why it's so important for you to have a pastor in your life. So I was on the phone with my pastor. The bishop said it this way. He said, Brother Fishburne, What's a yapping dog to a moving freight train? Well, that's a dumb analogy. I felt like a yapping dog. But I got to get an understanding and a revelation that I'm not the yapping dog. But I am tied To, to a kingdom that has more power than any any locomotive that Norfolk Southern has that the Transcontinental Railway ever produced. It's more than any combustion engine could ever propel. And so when I come into church and when I go out the doors, when I show up to work on Monday morning or Monday night, whatever shift you work, and you hear the language, because we all hear the language, 
feel that oppression pushing against you. You make up your mind. I'm on the tracks, not under the tracks. And there's nothing that's going to keep me from living for God. Today, I'm making up my mind. I am going to keep seeking after God. Sigue buscando a Dios. He rewards those that diligently seek Him. I am seeking God and I intend to succeed. Something that's going to begin to shift in your spirit when you stop living for God just to make it another day. When you stop living for God just to get you out of a pickle and to get you out of a tight spot, there's something that's going to happen when you start living for God with the intention to succeed. Como buscando a Dios con la intención de tener éxito. I'm going to live for God with the intention to win. The believer is not play acting. El creyente no es actuar actuando. But I want results. Pero quiere resultados. I'm not just following Jesus to collect what he drops behind. No estoy simplemente seguindo a Jesús para regocijar lo que él deja caer. But I am intending to chase down every single blessing. Tengo la intención de perseguir cada bendición. Every miracle, cada milagro, every word of doctrine, cada palabra de doctrina. I want understanding. Quiero comprensión. I want a relationship with the Creator. Quiero una relación con el Creador. I want a relationship with the Redeemer. Quiero una relación con el Redentor. Seeking him with the intention of success. I'm reminded of the sick woman. Mi asuerdo de la mujer enferma who had spent all her money on doctors. Que había gastado todo su dinero en médicos. But when she heard that Jesus was coming through town, pero cuando escucho que Jesús venía por la ciudad, she pulled herself from bed. Ella se levantó de la cama. She left her home. Dejó su casa. And she sought after the one that she had heard of. Y busco al que había oído hablar. She had never met him, but she was seeking him. Pero nunca había conocido. She had nothing to lose. Ella no tiene nada que perder. 
Her money was gone. Su dinero se había ido. Her reputation was gone. Su reputación de había ido. But Jesus was not gone. Pero Jesús no se había ido. And so she pushed through the crowd. Si abrió por Paso entre la multitud, and she touched Jesus. He tocó a Jesús. He felt the effect. Sintió el efecto, and she was healed because she sought Jesus with the last bit of energy that she had. Y fue sanada porque buscó a Jesús con la última energía que tenía. He wants to do the same for us tonight. El quiere hacer lo mismo por ti esta noche. He wants to live in your soul. El quiere vivir en tu alma. He wants to empower you with the Holy Ghost. El quiere empoderarte con el Espíritu Santo. It gives you the power to do His work. Te da poder para hacer su obra. Keep seeking God. Sigue buscando a Dios. Verse 7 By faith, Noah Being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, he had faith. Moved with fear. If fear of destruction is the only thing that prompts your moving, you ought to thank God. Some were saved by love, and others, he said, were saved by fear. The result is the same. Salvation. Moved with fear. Prepared an ark for the saving of his house. By the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Noah was empowered to build the ark. Noah, Noé fue ayudado para construir el arca. The Holy Ghost is also essential for salvation. El Espíritu Santo es esencial para la salvación. John chapter 3, verses 3 through 5. We know the verses well. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith, saith unto him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. But just entering into the kingdom of God is not enough. I have lately started asking myself, God, how do you see me? What do you think of me? 
wheel of life. God, what do you think of me when business takes priority over the spirit? God, what do you think of me when education takes priority over discipline? What do you think of me when doing overcomes being? He that cometh to God must believe that he is, but he's also a rewarder. Of them that diligently seek Him. I want to stand before His place of judgment. After that great white throne. And I want to hear Him say, Here's five cities. Here's ten cities. Come rule with me. Come reign with me. Holy Ghost empowers us. The Holy Ghost saves us. The Holy Ghost sets us apart. Y el Espíritu Santo nos aparta. It helps us stay holy under God. Y nos ayuda a permanecer santos para Dios. It leads us into all truth. Nos lleva a toda la verdad. God wants to reward us for seeking after Him. Dios quiere recompensarnos por buscarlo. That word rewarder means la palabra recompensador significa one who pays wages. One who pays wages. Uno que paga salarios. wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. But that's not where it ends. If I will keep seeking after Him, He said the Spirit, the Spirit infilling is just the earnest of your inheritance. Those of us who have never been filled with the Spirit of God, the evidence of which is speaking in a heavenly language. It's glossolalia. It's speaking in a heavenly language that we have never learned, but it is inspired and it is God speaking through us. That's just the tip of the iceberg. You've tasted heaven. I don't believe that's necessary. Then pray tell me why the writer of Scripture said, Oh, taste. I don't see it. You weren't asked to see it first. You were asked to first taste. You were not asked to have full revelation. You were asked to come and dine. You were asked to believe that He is. 
but that he's also a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Sigue buscando a Dios. I gotta keep seeking after him. And if I'll keep seeking after him, I'll taste it. And then I'll get understanding. It's the earnest of the inheritance. But brother Ben, the amount of inheritance we receive on earth is directly tied to how much we invest in the kingdom. Somebody just got real tight on your wallet. Put your pennies away. He paves his streets with gold. His walls are made of jasper and his gates are made of pearl. I'm not preaching about your money tonight, but how much of you are you willing to invest? How much of you are you willing to lay on the altar and say, okay, God, these are my hopes. These are my dreams. But I want the earnest of the inheritance. I know you gave it all, but God, I'm buying in. Matthew 11. Tell you, that, that, is, that is why we cannot get trapped by a mindset that says, how close to the edge can I live? There are biblical standards, there are church standards, and there are personal standards. Well, I'm just going to chuck my personal standards out of the way. Just, I'm, I'm gonna get. If it doesn't say it explicitly in Scripture, how close to the edge can I live? And then all of a sudden, I'm trying to figure out why I'm getting blown about. Because if I was really seeking after God, I wouldn't be walking a tightrope. There's a treasure. It's buried in the field. I'd forget about the fence. I'd stop worrying about the fence. I'd just be thankful for the fence. I'd be thankful that, that the fence is not meant to just keep me in. The fence is made to keep my enemy out. And I go get a shovel. I'd say, okay, family, where do you think the treasure's at? And I'd pass out shovels to my kids. God, forgive me for not doing enough. after him to the point that it wakes my family up in the middle of the night because dad's got a burden to break 
that it wakes your family up in the middle of the night because they can hear mom out in the living room. They can hear mom in the bathroom with the fan on. She's trying to be quiet, but she's just got to pray. She feels a burden. What's she doing? What's he doing? What's dad doing? What's mom doing? They're digging in the field. They're seeking after God. They know there's a treasure in there somewhere. The kingdom of God is like a merchant. Who found a pearl of great price. And it was worth everything he had. He went and sold it all. That pearl. I mean, that one treasure was worth it all. Oh, you better believe it. Young man, there's treasure in the field of the kingdom of God. It's better than anything you'll ever experience at a concert. It's better than anything you'll ever experience at a party. Better than anything you'll ever experience on a website. Better than anything you'll ever experience in a worldly relationship. I'm telling you, there's more treasure in this altar than the world has ever dreamed. Sigue buscando a Dios. And I keep seeking after Him. Come on, let's lift our hands right now. I'm preaching to those that might be discouraged tonight. You got to keep seeking after Him. I'm preaching to those that are getting weary and well doing, those that are getting worn out, those that are getting tired, those that are feeling washed up. You keep seeking after Him. The answer is still in the kingdom. Matthew chapter 11, verse 11. Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of women, there hath not risen a greater than John the Baptist. Notwithstanding he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. John still represented the old covenant, even though he was a bridge. Even though he was a preparer of the way, he still represented the old covenant. And those of us that have been filled with the Spirit of God in the new covenant are greater than He. Chew on that for a minute. They looked at John like he was funny. Yeah, he was wearing camel's hair. Eating locusts and honey. I doubt it was deep pride. The man was eating bugs. Honey. Stop the voice of crying in the wilderness. Prepare ye the way. Jesus said in verse 12, and from the days of John the Baptist until now the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence. 
violent, take it by force. You see, the kingdom of God is pushing forward. El reino de Dios avanza into the world around us, in el mundo que nos rodea. The kingdom of God is violating. The reino de Dios está violando. The kingdom of darkness. The reino de las tenieblas. The believer should also take part in this. It's a two-part word. The kingdom is suffering violence. It's pushing into the, the chronos. It's pushing in to time as we know it. It's violating time. It's violating culture. Let me just go ahead and tell you tonight, the church is not a place that's going to be quiet. But it's twofold. He said, and the violent take it by force. And so you're not going to just accidentally fall into the kingdom of God. Yeah, there's going to be some that come into church and the atmosphere is going to be so ripe and so hot and so fervent that they're going to start praying and they never intended to pray. They're going to be filled with the Spirit of God and they didn't intend on being filled with the Spirit of God and speaking that funny language that those crazy folks are speaking. Yeah, it's going to happen, but it's not going to come quietly. He said, and the violent take it by force. The gospel brings light into darkness. El evangelio trae luz a la oscuridad. The gospel destroys the bondage of darkness. El evangelio destruye la esclavitud de las dienables y las tradiciones. It destroys the bondage of darkness and the bondage of traditions. The gospel is not gentle. El Evangelio no es manso, but it wars against those forces. Pero guerras contra esas fuerzas. The kingdom which is from above. El reino que es de lo alto violates the flow of time. Viola el flujo del tiempo. Those who respond to the kingdom. Los que res responden el reino are violators. Son violators. Violadores. They resist the forces that would keep them trapped. They resist the forces that would keep them conformed to the world. They resist those forces that would keep them in bondage. And instead, they choose to be transformed. Pero el hijo ser transformado. They continue seeking after God. Y seguir buscando a Dios. Those who enter the kingdom of God must do so on purpose. You're not going to accidentally stay in the kingdom of God. It's going to take some work to stay in the kingdom of God. But let me preach to us tonight. He is a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. Luke 16, 16 says it this way. Let's all stand. Positions come. The law and the prophets were until John. Since that time, the kingdom of God is preached. 
and every man presseth into it. Presseth into it. I have to keep seeking God. The believer is a powerful force. El creyente es una fuerza poderoso. The believer overpowers. El creyente domina fuerza y obliga. Obliga. The believer overpowers and forces and compels the things which would constrain them. Las cosas que los the believer pushes back and overpowers those things that would cause them to back off. Those things that would cause them to be broken. Those things that would cause them to continue to live according to the will of their flesh. When the believer makes up his or her mind, I'm going to keep seeking after God, then all of those things are, are all of a sudden the things that are of the heavenly kingdom begin to be infiltrated into the life of the believer. They begin to be interjected. They begin to be a, a part of everyday life. Let me just pause here and tell you as we close that you don't have to only pray while you're at church. You don't have to only get the victory while you're here at church. You ought not to just read your Bible when you're here at church. You ought not to just fast when it's the monthly, weekly fast days. I'm submitting to heavenly things. I'm going to keep seeking God. He that cometh to God must believe that He is. And that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Is there anyone here tonight that wants to press into the kingdom? Is anybody here tonight that wants to receive more from God? I invite you to step away from your chair. To come to this altar. To lift your hands, to lift your voice. And to press your way into the presence of God. To decide tonight. I'm going to keep seeking after Him. I'm not going to be satisfied where I am. I may not see it, but I want to taste it. I want to taste it. He that cometh to God must believe that He is. And He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Come on, I'm going to keep seeking Him.